Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome in a podcast. What is it now, Karen? Episode one. Hi. Hi, Joseph. Hi, Beth. How are you doing? Thanks for joining me on the What Is It Now, Karen podcast, episode one. If you're listening to this, listener, then it, we managed to salvage something together <laughs> to create a podcast. <laughs> um, podcast one. So the idea for What Is It Now, Karen, literally came to me in a dream. What? Ah, I was in bed and I just thought to myself, like, what is it now, Karen? And that name just, because everyone has Karens on their own personal Facebook. You might know a Karen. Well, what is a Karen? You could be a a Karen. You could have Karen tendencies. But but, but what is a Karen? A Karen. Shall we get the definition of a Karen? Let's do that. Well, I think it relates to, does it relate to a very specific subset of kind of middle-aged white women? That yeah, but, is, you know, like hysterical either on Twitter yeah. or Facebook or, and I mean hysterical as in they're up to high door, but something not like funny. I would say a cat. You can be a Karen. I think to me a Karen is a concept. All right, okay. Don't need to be necessarily a woman to be a Karen. Oh, that's so, true. Um, I guess. So I would say, for example, my urge to complain to managers and restaurants mm-hmm. would be a more of a Karenism. <laughs> <laughs> Your inner Karen kind of jumping out. That's my inner Karen, yeah. I have to suppress it. Well, I've got the Urban Dictionary definition of Karen here. Okay, I'd like, like to read it. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a stereotypical name associated with a rude, obnoxious, and insufferable middle-aged white woman. Hmm. Hmm. A descendant from the soccer mom. Okay. Some other descriptors here include short temper, a crown bow haircut. An unnecessarily large SUV. They revel in making life of retail workers a living hell. <laughs> they threaten to sue people for minor misdemeanors. They treat drive-throughs like the set of a Mad Max film. And they're part of the anti-vax crowd. That's a, quite an extensive list of things. Do you know any Karens? Um, I mean, I, th- I think I probably do in some capacity. I don't think they hit all those tick all those boxes no. that I've just read. Well, that's like an American but, definition, isn't it? That's true. But then, okay, so so the idea came to you in a dream. Mm-hmm. 
and it was based around this phrase, what is it now, Karen? So it was really the branding. Yeah, but it was more so obviously um, COVID-19 pandemic. There's, I've been spending a lot more time on social media and a lot more digesting a lot more news than maybe I would pre-pandemic. Mm, fair enough, yeah. Um, and I just noticed a lot of Karen's really online giving their opinions on things, moaning about things, talking about major issues. So, and I just thought it would be interesting to have a podcast where we talk about the topics of the day, topics of the week, through the lens of a Karen. <laughs> so, are we going to take on kind of Karen? personas are we going to view the world through well we might expose ourselves eyes? as being karens at times I yeah, that's true that's mm-hmm. true so the kind of rough format's going to be that we have a uh, each have a, a an example of a karen don't we yeah and we'll be able to discuss that and it's kind of wider issues and yep. then we'll have a sort of karen of the week we'll decide yeah. between ourselves who wins we're going to be discussing i think all topics because karens yeah. Don't hold back in what they talk about either. You know, they can't have an opinion on everything, so we'll be talking about <laughs> everything and anything. <laughs> well said. Um, do you think the term Karen's misogynistic? Probably, yeah. You're making me not want to do this podcast. Why? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you think it is? I think it can probably come across that way. What's the male equivalent of a Karen? Like, a gammon? Well, to me... Like, is Piers Morgan a Karen? Yeah. Because he gets called, like, a gammon and stuff on Twitter, doesn't he? What's a gammon? Like, a gammon, like an old, like, red-faced, angry, middle-aged white man. Oh, I've never heard of that. Have you not? Oh, my God. What is it now, gammon? (laughs) What is it now, gammon stroke Karen? Oh, I didn't. Oh, I kind of have. Now you've mentioned it, I kind of have, but I didn't really know what it was. So, a gammon. Mm-hmm. So, a, a gammon. Karen is the male version of a gammon. No, a Karen is a female version of a gammon, yeah, yeah, and yeah. vice versa. Okay. So, okay. Um, when I think so of that's... Karen, though, I just think of a general, you know, more of a person. You can, any gender, Karen to me is gender neutral. Okay, so maybe it's it's a response that people have. It's a belief system, a maybe. A concept, as you said, right, okay. Yeah. Let's define it as a concept. A short-tempered, okay. selfish concept. Yeah. Okay, So introduction over. Well, we haven't really introduced ourselves, have we? So, okay. I mean, most of the people who listen to this are going to know us anyway, let's be honest. But, um, <laughs> Hi, Granny. <laughs> hey man. Uh, so Bethany, you and me are friends who met at high school and we've been friends ever since. We're now 24, approaching 25, which is quite scary, isn't it? Are you ready to be like mid-20s instead of early 20s? <laughs> I'm currently looking at um, redecorating my bathroom. So I have a These are all very adult things. Of different toilets that I like. <laughs> Oh my god. I don't have an opinion on toilet seat up until this point. So um but it's really boring. I kinda I used to love the programme changing rooms and I kinda thought doing my bathroom would be like that, but it's not. Is it so is that the maybe emphasis? I'm not ready. 
Is that the emphasis for that program though? Changing rooms? Because that makes sense, like a like a changing room at a, a, a baths. Oh, it's not a cha- changing rooms. It was just like a home decor program. But it, would it not be pronounced changing rooms? Because you're changing your room. Changing rooms? I like it the swimming. Changing rooms or changing rooms? You're saying it the same. <laughs> I'm not. Anyway, it's let's move on. Yes, it's not like Grand Designs or any sort of the... What's the one they have, the RV in America? Like 24 oh, and hours like, and it's kind of disadvantaged. truck. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what it's called, but um, do like DIY SOS or something. Was Handy Andy changing rooms? Hmm? Handy Andy. Who's that? He was on one of the decor, decor, decoration programs, home decor, home improvement, home improvements programs. I don't know who that is. Anyway, so maybe I'm not because I find a lot of the stuff really boring. All right, okay. I think I'm definitely dreading it, but who knows? I think I feel like every day we get a step closer to being, you know, white and middle aged, which is what a Karen is so yeah we could turn out that way too yeah shall we um shall we talk about our first Karen yeah this one caught my eye how did I come across it I think it was just on Twitter I don't think it made like national news or anything um it's the video of um the guy um, he's in his own car like he's getting something out of his car he was cleaning his car out that was it and this white lady on a bike came up to him and accused him of being a thief Um, and he'd lived in this street or in this area for like 10, 12 years or something like that I think it was down in Bristol down in England Um, and she was just like very aggressive very well maybe not aggressive but you know convinced that this guy was a thief and, and wasn't letting up um and she wasn't shy they, withholding her views no and he is a person of color um so i guess you have to wonder would she have done that if it was a white guy cleaning his passenger seat on the street um i think he's got like three million views on yeah i did see that on twitter um i guess this is always hard because her response is always going to be um i would have done it if he was white or black or young old that's going to be her response so unless you know do you take her word for it i don't uh, <laughs> i guess that's the crux of the podcast Bethany, yeah do you take her word for it i'm not sure you don't know this this is this is always the problem with kind of trial by social media isn't it yeah like, but i guess the, even if it's unconscious bias you know it, do you then is she to blame for that like is it that kind of thing of like you know i'm not racist i have black friends that kind of um you might not see color but unconsciously and subconsciously you're promoting stereotypes and uh, yeah i think it's a case of like well oh, because we should say we're we're both white oh yeah god yeah and we both, both white. and we both grew up in an area quite a small town outside glasgow where and the school we went to was there one mixed race family yeah i think so um not many there might be a few more families now but at the time we went to school there was one mixed race family the school was predominantly white yep vast vast majority yeah so our opinions coming from we lived and grew up in an area where the people who lived near us and we went to school with and we worked with looked like us so that's the kind of perspective i guess we're coming from 
Yeah, but then, like, you say that, but then if I was walking down the street and I saw, like, somebody, and somebody who wasn't white, like, cleaning their car out, I wouldn't be compelled to stop my, my cycle and accuse them of being a thief and tell them to, like, clear off or whatever, do you know what I mean? No. Like, so, you were saying, like, or maybe it's does an unconscious bias. To, does that come down to education? Yeah. I, I think a lot of it's ignorance. I think... Mm-hmm. A lot of it is what you're brought up to believe and the the values and the belief systems in your family and in your, your kind of social bubbles at school, at work, at home. But what I'm saying is that women still had to make the conscious decision to stop what she was doing, get off her bike, walk over and say, you know, you're stealing that yeah. car or you're stealing things from that car. Um, yeah. I think she did come back. I think there was a second video, and I think she did come yeah, back. Yeah, so later that's on. only kind of the only sort of saving grace for me is that she came back and apologised. But is she only apologising because he was filming it, or oh, exactly? So then she, yeah, exactly. She tried to just kind of cover her own skin and say. But then also, you know, you can't. Well, I mean, you're fully entitled to reject an apology, but you know, I guess that also speaks to something if somebody's willing to come back and apologise. Yeah. But like that is when you're talking about accepting an apology, we would never be accused of stealing something or be accused of doing anything because we're white. So I guess I would never I have never experienced that anger and that no anguish and that kind of embarrassment. Yeah. So I don't know how I would react in that situation. So yeah, he's he's he, the guy in question, you know, is under absolutely no obligation to accept an apology. of the so-called Karen mentality just because it's very bold it's unprovoked it's what's the word I'm looking for it's um entitled she has she feels she's got an entitlement to tell this guy off <laughs> which is just crazy to me just crazy um what do so you with think that, I'm guessing obviously we're talking about we went to a school and we lived in an area where there was uh, no diversity or very limited diversity. Yeah, esen- yeah essentially. But we kind of grew up in a world with access to internet. We both went to university. Does that give us an advantage over this Karen who perhaps grew up in a similar town to us and has maybe not had the same fortune as we have? I'm conscious that I don't want to sound like I'm defending I'm just... Mm-hmm. Devil's advocate. But, yeah, exactly. Devil's advocate. That's what I was going to say. Um, but then, by that token, if she was saying like, is it, you know, uh, does that bring kind of class and things into it? If we say that, you know, people from yeah. working class backgrounds are less likely to go to uni, so they're more likely to be prejudiced. Is that is that fair to say? I'm not sure that it is. But does it give an explanation? Rather than that sort of it being an excuse, but does it maybe give them more of an explanation and an understanding? Maybe, but I guess we don't know what this woman's background is, do we? No, it's all speculation. <laughs> it's all and speculation. It's, it's really um, tricky having like two white people talk about racism. Yeah, all we can do is, you know, with everything that's gone on recently with, you know, BLM movement and even, you know, yesterday, two days ago, was another black man shot dead in America by the police. Um, things are really coming to the fore now. Things will hopefully change for the better. I guess our responsibility as white people is probably to call it out when we see it to be an ally and to try and remove those kind of subconscious biases from our own lives as well yeah to call out in yourself and to recognize it within yourself Mm -hmm. have there ever been any times where you think you have prejudged somebody based on the color of their skin even if it was for a small thing 
Bethany's looking very startled. <laughs> she wasn't expecting that question. No, um, probably yes. I mean, truthfully, to think of an example off the top of my head, no, but... Yeah, the likelihood is it probably has happened, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of anything specific that I had done myself. Mother Teresa. Um, <laughs> holier than thou. Although I don't um, think Mother Teresa... I was listening to another podcast and apparently she wasn't that nice. Yeah, apparently yeah, I think she had some kind of... I don't know if she was racist, but I think she wasn't particularly pleasant. Some nastiness in her, which isn't very yeah. ladylike, lady of God-like. <laughs> very motherly. Um, I mean, I'm not... I'm a, I think I'm a fairly polite, courteous person anyway, so I don't think I've ever... I guess for me it's just more my, more my ignorance because I don't have a conscious bias against race that I kind of find it difficult to understand people that do and understand. It's hard It's hard to identify a subconscious bias or subconscious behaviours when you don't know that you're doing it. I guess that's the hard part and the bit that you have to work at in order to be, you know, a good ally to the movement. Yeah. Well, that was a very intense first topic. I know, God, opening with a, a screamer. Yeah. I mean, we've just scratched the surface, haven't we? I mean, yeah, yeah. You could talk about these things forever and ever and ever. Do you want to hear my Karen of the week? So this was um, a tweet. I don't really know if I should say her name. Just on the off chance that anyone no, listens to this don't. other than us. Don't okay. identify anybody. And I should say I don't know this person. So they're they're. Uh, social media page isn't private, but, you know, I don't want to expose people. Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. So, this was... Um, it's Lorraine, I'll, I'll say it's Lorraine. So, Lorraine was watching Ghost Women. They were talking about... The, Lorraine Kelly? Oh, no, she's just called Lorraine. I don't want to <laughs> say her surname. Not Lorraine Kelly. National treasure. Um, <laughs> National, so, she's actually an actor. Do you know that, that Lorraine Kelly proved... Oh yeah, that so she, she was can just, pay less tax. <laughs> she, she, Lorraine Kelly, so it's like Lorraine Kelly as Lorraine Kelly. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. This is a performance. But why would actors yeah. pay less tax than presenters? I don't know how that even... I've, it's because it's like a, I don't know, it's something to do with like, this is a, she's a creative artist or something like that. She's not a... Right. Anyway, she's a tax dodger. Yeah. Am I allowed to say that? Reliable. <laughs> 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 well, what one's libel, what one's slander? I don't know. One's written, one's spoken. Anyway, both. Do me for both, Lorraine. I don't care. <laughs> well, I'm saying that Lorraine Kelly is super nice and friendly and smiley. Like, could anyone be that nice and smiley and friendly in real life? So it could be. I would maybe believe that it's an act. Mm. She was, um, oh no, I was going to say she was on my plane once to Portugal, but it wasn't. It was Carol Smiley. Do you remember her? From Changing Rooms. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. That's, okay. That's slick. That's slick podcasting. Yeah. I'm not supposed to say that. I'm sorry. Okay. So Lorraine, not Kelly, just Lorraine. Plain old Lorraine. Mm-hmm. So she was clearly watching this woman and felt compelled to write in. They were talking about <laughs> the um, migrant issue. So. I'll read it out. Atlas Woman. Fed up of the people in here trying to guilt trip us to feel sorry for migrants coming into this country. Sad things happen all the time, but why should it always be the British made to feel bad? 
you need to be more subjective on this program. To me, when like I see First of all, children on a rubber dinghy, when I see children on a rubber dinghy, I don't really see that as just being like sad. <laughs> I think it's a little bit more, lot than more than sad. Than... Yeah. yeah, I could think of more adjectives or be- a better adjective to use than sad. Mm. This sounds like somebody who doesn't really have a good vocabulary. No, because um, yeah, we need to be they need to be more objective. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's not they are being subjective. They need to be more objective, apparently. But I think even objectively, you can say hmm, there's a six-year-old child clinging on for dear life on the side of a inflatable dinghy in the English Channel as a you know half mile long oil tanker goes by like that's yeah that is a that is objectively awful i don't think there's anything subjective about that yeah well i think lorraine needs to sharp <laughs> sharp lorraine um lorraine called them migrants are they calling them migrants or are they asylum seekers no we're not calling them migrants i think we should call them people i'm a big fan of people well, you, think, um, people like you have, you know, we kind of we love labels, don't we? But if we were to pick migrant over asylum seeker, no, I wouldn't say that. I think, I think, but well, even asylum seeker. Well, these people know, are fleeing war-torn countries. So. Yeah, but I think you know, over the years, that well, first of all, migrant is pretty dehumanising and has you know become stigmatised now because of the way it's covered yeah. in this country. Asylum seekers also probably become pretty stigmatised as well. Um, in certain parts of, of the media and, you know, on the centre to right wing of politics in this country. I think there are poor, desperate people. Do you think it's our duty to help people? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I was really actually horrified watching a lot of uh, news clips, like, um, you know, sitting before work watching like BBC Breakfast and they've got somebody live on the channel, an English channel, filming on a boat like over their shoulder, uh, a dinghy full of people trying to get to to Dover. I just thought that was absolutely yeah. shocking. I'm pretty it's sure. The, it's the sort of debate where they're sort of, you know, you're as a journalist, you need to sort of report factually what's happening. and. But not when lives are at risk, surely. No, I mean, you know better than I. You. Yeah, so I could imagine. So for the listener, um, I studied journalism at uni. And I could imagine this would be one of our debates, you know, in terms of um, responsibilities of journalists, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Ethics. Mm-hmm. And there's that kind of argument of journalists are there to, you know, report, you know, do they get involved in history and is that reshaping history? Or are they just there as sort of vessels really? But I don't know how anyone as a human being could just watch and not help so to me there isn't there isn't there's no really excuse a, there's no excuse so um i think yeah in terms of journalists not getting involved in things yeah don't i don't want my media to be getting involved in things and you know staging events mm-hmm. do you know what i mean or antagonizing events but when you know they're are 30 people on a crowded raft I want to see I want to see them helped I don't want to watch it on my it's like it's like bait for these kind of you know rabid frothing at the mouth ultra nationalists who are like obsessed with the fact that people are 
trying to flee for their lives into England. It's like bait for them on TV to like, ah, see, there's another load of them coming over. Yeah, it's been beamed into your living room. Go, on your going TV beyond screen. the idea of sort of Karen's watching most women and getting a bit peeved. Mm-hmm. Um, Nigel Farage sort of made it his weird mission to photograph loads of people going to hotels and film, you know, filming um, reception staff at hotels, and it became I, I sort of borderline obsession. I I really don't have. I don't even want to discuss him here. I don't have any time for that person. I think he's. Um, what is it now, Karen? Is a Nigel Free Zone? Nigel oh, no. Free Zone. Farage Free Zone. Okay, okay. Um, he, he's a. I don't even want to utter the word, but anyway. Okay. So, yeah, people fleeing for their lives, reporters filming it. Doesn't really sit well with me. Um, they really need to be assisted into the country because, you know, I think they should be assisted into the country anyway, but people, some like kind of like kind of like centrist people who would identify themselves as like liberals or whatever like well they're gonna do it anyway so we might as well help them I'm, i come from a from a perspective of well it's not about that it's about you know they need help so just give them the help not about what they're gonna do it anyway do you know what i mean i, thought, yeah, I, I love the argument sad. that um i would say to bring it back to the sort of karen concept from what i've seen just from the kind of um different posts and things that I've seen they can't really seem to make up their mind over whether these migrants asylum seekers people they either want to claim benefits or steal our jobs they haven't <laughs> they haven't figured out what one it is it can't be both it's both it's benefit fraud they come over and steal their job and claim benefits oh okay, okay. double whammy right so that's why gotcha oh God, what a... <laughs> and then, then you have to wonder, is it just like, if you took these people down there to, you know, the, the beach and showed them, you know, a washed up body of a child, as happened a couple of years ago, as happened a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. would they change their mind? You have to wonder if they would. Would they Would they be... They would probably double down, I think, in their belief and say, well, well stop them in Cali, stop them in Cali. It's like, well... But we did, like you said, we, we saw that awful picture, was that 2018, 2017, of that boy washed up on the beach and everyone was shocked, horrified. But like anything, you know, your life goes on. We've we've seen horrible pictures on the news and videos and we see horrible things on a daily basis on the news, but ultimately your your personal life goes on. So I don't know what it would take for those kind of fascists is another slander no because we're just we're just talking about a general sector of society really so don't think they can all come after us (laughs) what would it take for them to have some more compassion exactly as um I always remember, like, uh, I think it was a tweet or something like years and years ago, and it was just, it was very simple. It was just, uh, it was, um, I don't know how to explain to you that you should care about other people. Yeah. Um, and I thought that's quite I'm true. I'm conscious like, that you how... might sound a little bit righteous at the moment. Well, I guess we've got, we've got a lot to say, haven't we? So we've got a podcast now. Yeah. So we can say what we want. <laughs> we have a platform. We, we have a platform. We're influencers. Yeah. We, um, we're both 
pretty aligned politically, ethically, I think, anyway. I think we probably do sound a bit self-righteous, but that's just our opinion. Do you know what I mean? That's what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about, we're here to right some wrongs. I don't think you've done it. If you don't like it, stop listening. We need all the listeners we can get, Joseph. <laughs> um, but I guess it's about our opinion, isn't it? It's about yeah. our opinion on matters. It's about talking things through. Um, if anybody does ever listen to it who opposes our views, maybe they'll give us some feedback. They can or email change, us. Or they could change their mind, maybe. Maybe we'll yeah. help people change It would be mind. interesting if we did change anyone's mind on something. Or just even offer a different perspective on things. Yeah. That would be amazing. But what would be even more amazing is if um, anybody uh, listened to this podcast. That would be even more. <laughs> <laughs> just talking about that, though. Um, I think it's kind of in today's age anyway that it's sort of frowned upon to change your mind on things. You yeah. know, it's, if you once thought this or thought that and you vocalised it at any point, it sort of felt like you need to sort of live by the sword, die by the sword, and that you can't change your mind after either doing some research or, you know, just life experience. I suppose, and do you think that kind of, that kind of links into like cancel culture and stuff as well? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, once you've said one thing, that's you. You're, yeah, you're... and I guess maybe you don't want to come across as flaky or, you know, but I think it's okay. And I think it's also okay to not have an opinion on something. Yeah, yeah I think well, so. It, it depends, not always, but... Or to, to not have formed an opinion. Or to say that I don't know enough to not have an opinion. This clearly doesn't apply to us, because we're allowed now. Oh, we're both very opinionated. No, I, I, th- I think I agree with you. I think it's it's very important to to be able to change your mind. I think that's it can actually be quite a dangerous thing when you see kind of pylons on Twitter and people make mistakes or you know sometimes they make mistakes sometimes that's you know they're deliberately antagonistic but Mm -hmm. if they've made a mistake they get piled on they try to apologize but it's you know dismissed as you know kind of empty or whatever. how you know? How does that look to other people on the outside? How does that look to people who you might want to kind of convert to your cause of social justice yeah. or left-wing politics or that kind of thing? It makes you seem hostile. Yeah, I'm thinking though, just in terms of so Lorraine, who's posting about her um, annoyance at migrants coming to the country. So she's put that out there. Lorraine, we're talking to you directly. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to change your mind if you want. Yeah, you can change your mind, Lorraine. Because I guess if you're putting a tweet out there, Facebook post, what Instagram, whatever you're doing, it's sort of having it out there for black and white for all to see. Do you then stick to your guns mm. and stick to that opinion? Do you double yeah, exactly? Do you double down or do you? Because it's it's quite embarrassing, I guess, to say, look, I think I got that wrong. My opinion is now this. Yeah, to kind of climb down from things. Yeah, it can. It probably yeah. takes a lot. You know, they always say it takes a lot of guts to. Apologise um, generally, mm-hmm. but for something like that, absolutely. Out of yeah. interest, um, does Lorraine have a profile picture? She does not. And what about like a, a Twitter bio? Do they have a Twitter bio? Oh, let's check. Don't well, read it out in case it's we like don't identifying. Want to but out. I like the idea that said, you know, sad things happen all the time. They do, Lorraine. Um, I, wonder, do. I wonder what she's alluding to. Is she alluding to, you know, things in our everyday life? Did she? Maybe she's just in a bad mood. Maybe she dropped her 
bowl of cereal that morning. Maybe she dropped her fried egg and it landed yolk down. That is sad as well. Yeah. Maybe she's struggling. Potentially. Lorraine doesn't have a bio. Does she not? No. So, you know, she can, you know, with a fair degree of anonymity, espouse these yeah. things without much of a backlash. Yeah, I guess the tweet had no replies, no um, engagement, apart from me. <laughs> apart from us discussing it for the past 30 minutes. <laughs> You're relevant, the way you made it. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe um, share these posts somehow on the, what is it now, Karen... Instagram and Twitter. And oh my god, hashtag wink. Hashtag, hashtag wink. wink. What is it now, Karen? W-I-I-W-I-I-N-K. What is it now, Karen? Yep. Um, so we'll maybe find a way of yeah. sharing these po- the posts that we find on mm-hmm. Instagram. Well, mm-hmm. like I said, we don't want any sort of pile on or anything, so we'll keep it anonymous. Yeah, you should probably an- anonymise it. Yeah. Okay, so we've covered both of our topics this week already. That was quite quick. It felt quick. Time flies when you're... Po- podcasting. Time flies when you're podcasting, eh? I'd be really interested to listen back to this, I think, and see if we've actually had a coherent <laughs> thought. For, for 45 minutes, a coherent thought, a coherent sentence in the whole 45 minutes of recording. Um, and that we don't sound was, like entitled. God, I, don't I think we probably do. We probably do. We haven't honest, sworn either, which I was really glad because I wouldn't know how to edit out the beeps. Oh, I wouldn't yeah, know how to edit true. in the beeps. <laughs> I, uh, I was quite worried that I was fair, but I haven't sworn, so that's no. good. So, do we now choose our Karen of the Week? Who's it going to? Who's it going to? Well, I think Lorraine, maybe. I'm I think I would Lorraine. agree. Mm-hmm. Or would I agree? I don't know. I just really admire the first one's, you know, balls to get off of her bike and just, like, walk <laughs> up to that guy. I think I was really ballsy over and... Yeah. That's something, you know, if she could channel that into the right, you know, charity work. Forum. <laughs> yeah, she could, she could, if she was holding politicians to account like that. Oh, but was, you know, she does fundraising for stuff, so she'll have a just, yeah. She'll have a just given. She'll have a just given. She'll be asking for sponsor money in the office for like her 2K. 2K walk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like that kind of vibe, that kind of like, arrogance and kind of entitlement and sense that she can do what she likes speaks more to somebody who puts that on as a front but then has actually been stealing the hospice charity tins for the last five years <laughs> okay um, without you know recrimination no oh, but Lorraine as well she was I liked I liked her matter of fact tone sad things happen all the time sad things happen deal with it her with her, it. her 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 it was very, it was almost very like 2002, talk to the hand, move talk on. Hand. She was not receptive at all to, and I mean, I don't really like loose women either, to be honest. I don't think they are No, well, I think we could even maybe, eth- have, we could probably cover a whole topic on loose women. I did like the way they treated Kim Woodburn that time. I thought that was really nasty. Oh, yeah. Bullies. The queen of clean bullies. So are we agreed? Is, is, is anonymous Lorraine the Karen of the week? Well, I've just found another post that Lorraine has posted to <laughs> Of Lorraine's that I think tweet that she's tweeted to the post. So, but she pips herself to the post. Yes, this this makes Lorraine Karen of the week. I'm getting so fed up of all this over George George Floyd and seeing him as some sort of hero, especially in this program, a program I used to enjoy, but now it's all fawning and crawling to the right people. In the commas, mm. I think the right people are talking about us, Joseph. <laughs> Hashtag this morning. <laughs> Hashtag wink. Um, yep. So, 
That was so all about the previous got... one turned on, but um It sounds like she's got sort of... previous. Sounds like she's angry at life, really. Sounds like she's angry. She's... Sounds like she's got previous. Sounds like she's got, you know, kind of different opinions on different yet related matters that are, you know, quickly building up a picture um of someone who's intolerant. Yeah. But what I would say though is it highlights a kind of issue of like you were talking about loose women there and this morning they do kind of encourage this sort of feeling in other people, I guess, don't they? When they have like when they have these sort of debates over is it okay to be racist and they have one saying yes and one saying no. <laughs> That's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. Like, they see it, you see it on the BBC all the time and they claim it's like for impartiality. Is it okay but to it, honestly... smack your kids? Is it okay to punch your kids in the face? Yes. No. Yeah, it's stupid stuff like this. It's like, is it okay to, you know, eat dog shit? And someone would be like, no, that's ridiculous. Why would you do that so harmful? And then, you know, they would still have somebody on the other side to be like, well, it's got, it's very natural. It's therapeutic it makes you feel closer makes you feel closer to your dog (laughs) so i I really hate daytime tv for that aspect like they present the simplest ethical choices as some kind of complex debate when it's just not they do it quite a lot with like trans rights at the moment which i really dislike yeah um but i mean that's a whole other topic that's a whole other podcast (laughs) okay covered a hell of a lot of ground tonight yeah so does mine one does lorraine win lorraine's the winner Lorraine, congrats, I must Lorraine. Say. Well done, Lorraine, if you're out there. Uh, it's nothing to be proud of. So that really brings us to a close, doesn't it? Yeah, quite a natural ending, really. So what have you got planned for the rest of the week? Bathroom shopping? Bathroom shopping, that's about it. That sounds riveting. Um, what about you? No, I'm working all week, so um, I've got the weekend off, though, so that'll be good. Uh, nothing Do else you want to come bathroom of... shopping with me? Uh, no. Okay. If you were going to Ikea, maybe. I do love Ikea. I hear Donnell yeah. Mill is also very good, but I've never been. Not as good as Ikea. No. Ikea's like a day out. Oh yeah, of course. Donnell Mill is like how you can pop in and out. I really like brand names. <gasps> Hashtag not sponsored. Guys, this is a sponsor podcast. Do you know what people do? People fake sponsorships. So... They'll pretend that something is sponsored and then other brands will see it and then give you a real sponsorship. Oh my so God, right. Okay, so this week's, podcast, <laughs> this week's podcast was brought to you by Ikea. No, no, no. This, um, this is sponsored by um, bathrooms.com. What do they sell? <laughs> So we've been recording for like 45 don't tell, minutes. Don't, don't tell them that. They think we're slick with microphones. And <laughs> oh yeah. Sitting in the same room. Oh yeah, we should say we're on Zoom. The oh, app of the it. moment. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. How'd you end the podcast? Thanks for listening. Subscribe. Oh yeah, subscribe. Retweet. Rate and leave a comment. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram. What is it now, Karen? And on Twitter, it's just, what is it, Karen? And if you have any ideas or submissions for Karen of the week, or you're on, maybe you're the Karen, and you want to expose yourself, you want to come (laughs) clean. Or you want to complain about your representation. Yeah, and we can make you anonymous. It's whatisitnowkaren at gmail.com. Well done. Thanks. And scene. Bye. Bye. Oh, God, we're doing a podcast. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.